over the weekend, we lost a artist who was a big part of my childhood, Aaron Carter. I know we're talking about 1990 right now, but we lost Aaron Carter over the weekend, which is very sad. And I don't know if you saw any of the comments, posts or anything like that. His brother, Nick, wrote a really special post in regards to him. The Backstreet Boys had a show in London where they bit of a dedication to Aaron. I know, and we'll probably talk more about this as we get farther into the, into the nineties. But for me, he was one of like the first boy crushes, I guess, because he was around, he was close enough to my age. It wasn't weird to be crushing on him. I don't know if you had any memories on Aaron Carter, but did get to meet him a few times and he put on a good show and did enjoy getting to meet him. I didn't really follow him for the last few years. May he rest in peace and finally find the peace that I'm sure he's been searching for. You have anything to say about Aaron? Yeah, I'm in the same boat with you. I definitely remember growing up with him and being a big fan of his music that he had put out and the stuff that he was doing and remember meeting him. I don't really remember meeting him, but I know that I met him. Yeah, it's it's definitely a sad loss. And, you know, I do hope that his family finds peace in his passing and all the struggles he went through. But hopefully, you know, yeah, hopefully he has found peace as well. Definitely a very sad weekend that we, we discovered this news. Welcome to 90s Noise. I'm Ashley, born 1988. And I'm April, born 1991. So this week, what are we going to be talking about, April? What What's our topic? Uh, this week was more going over the music from 1990 and some of the music videos that were big and made an impact on our lives. What music video did you enjoy most, I guess, from the 90s or, I don't know, as an adult or as a, as growing up? Do you feel like it was the same or different? So when I was younger, watching like MTV and VH1, one music video that always stuck out to me was MC Hammer's Can't Touch This. And I don't know if it was just the colorful pants, the interesting pants, to say the least, or just the catchy tune. That's one thing that I always think about when I think of at least the year 1990. What about you, Ashley? I honestly don't recall watching most of these videos from the early 90s. So I don't really know what I enjoyed back then. I do recall like the MC Hammer one for sure. I think that one sticks out the most in my memory as far as as something I recall. But I think it, yeah, it just has to do with the the aesthetic and like the weird dancing and the clothes. I think it is very memorable for sure. Have you ever been able to do the dance out of curiosity? 
I can't touch that. <laughs> I'm sure I tried as a kid, but I didn't think I ever accomplished it successfully. <laughs> I, I tried, especially after watching what was it, uh, Charlie's Angels, with um, oh. the Cameron Diaz doing it during the. They were moving, is what it was. They were moving, um, and they were doing that. It's been so long since I've seen those movies. <laughs> it all blends <laughs> together, but I do remember that and. Uh, after seeing that, I was like, oh, I want to try doing that dance. And yeah, that was a thank God there's no videos of me trying. <laughs> now you had mentioned, which one had you had mentioned? Everybody Dance Now by CNC Music Factory. So what was your thing with that one? Everybody Dance Now. Yeah. I don't know. I just really liked that song. And I thought the music video was very reminiscent of the early 90s. Definitely a lot of dancing, which, well, both of the music videos we picked, it's, it was, I felt like they had almost the same setup, just like people, a group of people dancing in the background. What did you think of it? Isn't Everybody Dance Now the one where they got crap because the girl in the music video isn't actually singing? That's, yeah, that's what I read, actually. They used somebody else for that. Yeah. Okay, Yeah. Because, like, and knowing that, it's, like, it was kind of hard to watch a little bit because it's, in my mind, I'm just, that's not, that doesn't match. I don't know. I guess I was just very, it almost kind of felt a little too forced. Yeah, knowing the story behind it. Yeah, I agree. I mean, probably wasn't something that was well known when it came out. Yeah, I think that was a big issue for that song was that they used somebody different in the music video than who actually recorded it. And I don't even think that they had given credit to the person who recorded it either. And there was like this whole lawsuit thing later on and she finally won the case, but it's just kind of shitty. Like, Good for her. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Because respect, that song's really good. I love her part. I do too. I remember that one from roller rinks, like going to this uh, the roller rinks for every month for elementary school. Like our entire school would be there, and that was one of the biggest songs that they'd play, and they'd usually play it like three or four times in the night. Really, that's cool. Yeah. It was a fun song to like just skate around in circles too. <laughs> yeah, I felt like that song and the power, they're actually very similar. If you listen to them like back to back, they're super, super similar. Power, I remember from the Power Rangers movie. It's one of the, I believe it was on the soundtrack. That's how most of my music from early 90s was is listening to them in movie soundtracks honestly yeah it was probably used in a lot of stuff i know it was used in like fresh prince of bel-air just like re-watching some of the episodes i i was hearing a lot of these songs from the early 90s in their episodes I'm like okay yep yep like they played a lot of relevant current music during the show which is great and i love that they kept those too because you can t- really tell that it's the actual music from when it 
aired, not like what we were talking about with 90210. <laughs> I don't know, the music of 1990, that year specifically, is just kind of, while there's some really catchy songs, it's also kind of hard to follow some of it. At least for me, it was. Like in what sense? I guess that the diversity kind of was hard to follow some some years you can tell when there's going to be it's going to be more pop centered or country centered who's kind of got the biggest hits out right now but for 1990 looking at the the list was all around i mean the top 100 songs or something from 1990 we had mc hammer we had vanilla ice we had wilson phillips ACDC was on there, Bon Jovi. I mean, just kind of the difference, not one genre topped 1990. I guess that was just interesting for me, but just made it kind of, like I said, hard to follow in a sense. Yeah, I think it kind of tells you how society was back then. People were listening to pretty much everything and anything. There wasn't any one particular sound that they everyone was going for. At that point in time, people were open to all different avenues. And, you know, just just especially those couple we mentioned, they were more along the hip hoppy with the rap. You know, they had like the rap verses and then like a dance beat and stuff to them. So very different than what was coming out of the 80s, I guess. For me personally, I don't feel a specific genre dominated. The diversity just in 1990 alone that were some of the top hit definitely proves that. Mm hmm. I agree. No, yeah, that's a very good point. The 90s were very all over the place. It definitely in the beginning, I feel like there were a lot of influences from the 80s still, which, you know, makes sense for any decade, you're gonna still kind of pull from the, the decade before. But then it really did start getting into like the grunge and the alt alternative music and then you had a lot more indie artists coming out and then you started looking into the hip-hop and the rap and then it was pop it, it really was all over the place and yeah. no matter what you liked I feel like you could pull from any place in the 90s and find songs or artists that resonate with you personally I feel like some of those were more 80s based yeah like you said to me when I think of 1990 I think of more of the hip-hop rap coming through i don't know maybe is that kind of where start to hit more mainstream as opposed to being like underground yeah that's a yeah that's a good point it's it's great i i love that i love that from music in general especially with the 90s music i don't know about you but i haven't necessarily found the same connection in a sense with some of this newer age stuff I think that's why personally for me, I, I go back to the music from the 90s so much, or I stick with those artists. Yeah, I mean, a lot of that has to do with just being in a different time, like being younger, and the nostalgia for that music when you were a kid. And maybe you don't remember exactly everything that happened during that time and all the bits and pieces to it. But when you hear that song, it usually brings you back to us. Like it just brings you back to a certain feeling. And I think that's what this music from the nineties really does for people who grew up in the nineties is you get that sort of deeper connection to it. And that's why whenever you put it on, it's, it's just automatically you're like, I feel good. I'm happy, like excited. At least that's what I get when I, put the music back on because honestly I haven't listened to the to the 90s 
music in a long time. I really put myself into the 80s. Like I was all about the 80s and I loved everything about the 80s. And I really just mostly listened to the 80s. I didn't even listen to stuff that was currently playing. And now after starting this and going back and digging through everything, now I'm just like, wow, I completely forgot about the 90s and how amazing the music was. And now I'm all about the 90s. So did you pick a top five? Do you have a, do you have your top five from 1990? Looking through some of what was, what did come out in 1990, definitely, like we said, MC Hammers, can't touch this. Always good with Ice Ice Baby. I mean, heck, every single time walking through a store or something, and if it's playing or just happen to be walking by a store and it's playing, I'm just always kind of, Ice, ice baby. So uh, back in 2016, I heard on the radio about the I Love the 90s tour coming to Kansas City featuring salt and pepper and vanilla ice. My husband, who we were dating at the time, absolutely huge fan, and had specifically told me not two months prior, that was one person he would want to go see live in concert. I wanted to surprise you for your birthday. So surprise. (laughs) And we got tickets. He still puts on a amazing show. Definitely new kids on the block step by step. I guess for me and my love of boy bands, that's always gonna have a place in my heart. My brothers were big fans and everything. I I heard it a lot when I was growing up. New Kids was a staple in my home. It was actually kind of fun. Got to see them perform a couple times back in 2012. That was a lot of fun. That was a their world package tour with 98 Degrees and Boys to Men. Man, I gotta say, that concert was incredible, honestly. I definitely have to say that now as I'm older, Hold On by Wilson Phillips is definitely one that I can just love to belt out in the car while by myself. Do um, remember like that band mm-hmm. being kind of popular in the early 90s and then they kind of died out and you never really heard from them again. Yeah, it's it's really interesting. So um the Wilson on the in the Wilson Phillips is Brian Wilson's daughter. So Brian Wilson of the Beach Boys. And then probably the to round off my top five, uh, Blaze of Glory, John Bon Jovi. Oh, okay, that's a good little hidden gem. And so that's why when I saw that it was 1990, I'm like. You gotta be kidding me. But it makes sense because it was uh, for the Young Guns 2. I I remember like belting that one out at some school dances. What about you? What was your top five? Obviously, Scorpions are in my top five. Um, the Send Me an Angel song is probably one of my most favorite ones. 
this one album they released in 1990. I I pretty much know them mostly as like an 80s band. Was listening to all the mostly like the hair metal bands from the 80s. Really like a dream of mine. I was like, I have to see them. Like I really, really want to see them. They're getting so old now. Like this could be the last chance that anyone gets to see these guys for. And I got to finally see them. I had amazing seats and it was probably one of the best concerts that I've been to. That was probably a really big highlight for me is being able to actually see them. Yeah. No, they sounded great live. Like, I mean, they're, they're old, like they're not, you know, young 20, 30 year old top around say like they're old and they were just jamming out the whole time. Like they were going. So that's really cool to see when you have bands that can keep going for, you know, a long time and they're not just around for a couple years and then they die out like bands that go for 50 some years to me that that means their music actually is resonating with people a lot more and it really does mean something and they actually um they have something to say no and I do appreciate artists that actually want to tell a story and actually want to try to make some type of change or make someone's life a little bit better and I think bands and artists that do that some for some reason just sit with me a lot more and so the messages to the songs are really awesome and I think it even now it still really holds up very well and then the power by snap I have to have that one in there I really really love that song a lot I don't I don't know what it is about it but when I hear like that riff that's in it I I forgot what part it is, but like there's like this certain riff when I hear it. I, For some reason, it makes me think of the theme song from Charmed. I don't know why, even though they're not at all like similar, like it's not the same beat or anything. I just, I hear it and I'm like, it gives me Charmed vibes. I don't know. It's, it's weird. Huh. I'm going to have to go back and re-listen to it just to see if I can get those vibes. The CNC Music Factory, Everybody Dance Now. That one, I feel like, came back into my life when we were, like, watching The Office, where that song is played for when Michael is kind of creating this little dance cafe or whatever, and he he blasts that song, and I'm just, it just brings me back, and I'm like, okay. So that one is definitely one of my top favorites. Obviously, MC Hammer, you can't touch this, so I like that we both were thinking similar on that one. That one's definitely... Very good. And my last one is by Depeche Mode, Enjoy the Silence. I don't know if you're familiar with that song at all. Not by name. It is possible that I know some of their songs. Okay, is this another like uh, German band? They're British, actually. <laughs> They're probably more like alternative indie almost so where'd you come across them i'm very curious on that i don't know i could have just been when i was fascinated with the 80s and they're like obviously they come from more into the 80s so maybe there was something that popped up on a playlist or whatever and but yeah it was fun to to go back and and see what was out and what still is kind of relevant today what you know, artists are still pulling from some of these and it's still influencing music today, which is kind of cool. And I feel like most of them held up pretty well. I don't feel like I go back and listen to any of them and think, wow, like this is awful. Like it doesn't, it doesn't carry on into this 
decade. Like we're going to definitely see later on in the 90s. Uh, Some of those songs just don't translate into today's time. It's interesting to go back and look at these. And a lot of the ones that we've talked about, we'll we'll put a link, have going to be creating little playlists on YouTube where can go back and reminisce all these these good songs and their wondrous music videos (laughs) and it's funny because now a lot of these are are gonna be like living in my brain for the next few days just playing on repeat like everybody dance now (laughs) and so everybody can take a look at those too have some cringe moments and get some get some good laughs. Oh my gosh. Right? Very cringe. That's really all I've got to say regarding music from 1990. What about you? So you kind of heard us go on about all the music from 1990 that we really loved and enjoyed and hopefully some of you will it will bring you back as well, going back and listening to them and going like, oh, because like some of these I completely forgot about and going back to them like, oh, yeah, those were good. So, yeah. So next week, come back and join us. 